There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How are you? What did you do Doing yesterday? Well. I am just balls to the wall, man. I am telling you, craft shows are a lot of work. I have a whole new level of respect for people who do this all the time. Yep. It's a big I deal. T- yeah. it, it, it's a year-round, nonstop sanity. project. I know. You know now why they put the ah. Christmas stuff out in May. Oh, my God. <laughs> they need to just leave it out year-round, I think. It's insane. Because mm-hmm. we've got one. We're setting up for one this weekend today. That's in Lebanon. That's right. It's the Grace Holiday Market. Super sweet. Super cool. At this little farm. It's awesome. And then next week, of course, the Greater Cincinnati Holiday Market. And it's just nuts. <laughs> You're going to rock it. You're going to rock it. What about you? What did you do yesterday? Same. I was just nuts. Well, it's because, you know, Halloween was the night before, so I had the whole house clean up. Post-Halloween. Yeah, because I went in every room, and there's something happening in every room. Like, there's just candy everywhere in here. The Halloween costume is in that room, and then I had to wash everything because everything smelled like campfire. Mm -hmm. So I just did all of my... All of my chores yesterday. That's good. Yeah, cooked dinner, took the dog for a walk. I was like, I'm not doing anything, but I got to get my life back together. Oh, my God. My house is a disaster. I feel like I'm one of those unsettled people, <laughs> though. Like, I can't thrive in unclean chaos. I, I got to have my stuff together. It'd be it'd be lovely. It yeah. would be lovely. Well, we got a big show planned today. We got E! News in just a minute. Um, we're going to rule out causes of death for Matthew Perry. Uh, Taylor and Travis's Halloween costumes. And then you could own Britney Spears' childhood home. All that and more coming up in just a minute. Also on the show today, we have round three of Shop Till You Drop. And do we say it now or do we wait till 740? I mean, I feel like why can't we just Go say ahead and it? say it. Say I'm going to say it now. Don't yeah. tell anyone I told you. Yeah. And then we'll relaunch we'll and pretend fine. no one knows at 740. <laughs> round three is the wild card round. So yeah. you never Ooh. know what you may uncover. Is anything is possible here. I love a good wild card. I know. Don't answer what it might be, but is there anything in this round that requires a matching yes. four squares? Yes, I saw. So it. there is a big item. I already saw it, yep. and you're gonna really, you will really. I will like especially it. have. Oh, it's got to be like shopping. A gift card to Nordstrom <laughs> Shoe Department. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art turn turn i just don't think it's gonna fit oh yeah well come on up 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 yes here we go pivot anymore. You think? Happy birthday to David Schwimmer today. He's 57. A lot of sentimental feelings uh, with Matthew Perry all this week. Mm -hmm. Um, And also 
now that it's it's David Schwimmer, and they just had their whole talk yesterday, their statement they made. But we have some late, we have the latest on Matthew, though. Yeah, to we, we, coffee news this morning. Yeah, so I have a feeling for the next six weeks or so, little details are going to be trickling out because here's a trickle. Uh, his death was not caused by an overdose of fentanyl or meth. Initial tests showed he didn't have either drug in his system. Results of more comprehensive tests are still pending and could take months and months to come in. So anonymous sources have said that Matthew was sober at the time of his death and seemingly in a good place. Now, there were some pictures that came out of Matthew having dinner the day before he died, and he was sitting with a mystery woman. We found out who she is. Athena Crosby, 25-year-old model, entertainment reporter, and a Venezuelan citizen. She says that she and Matthew were just friends, and she didn't plan to talk about it publicly until the pictures hit the Internet, and then she kind of felt like she had to. She says Matthew was in extremely good spirits and, quote, so happy and vibrant as he spoke about things he had coming up in his life. He was also excited about losing weight and playing pickleball the next day. So all the reports of everyone that had seen him in his final hours, everything was good. So Courtney Cox spotted in public Monday night. She looked pretty down, but she and David Schwimmer are the only ones that have been seen in public. Yeah, so far. So far. All right, so what did Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey dress as for Halloween? Cats. Nope. Did they flip-flop? She wore his jersey. She He wore, like, something from folklore or something. No. Why were they even, where were they celebrating, for starters? Were they at a party? Hot uh, dog and bun. <laughs> <laughs> Mustard and ketchup. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, is we don't know what they dressed as because... They were Grinches and didn't play at all. In fact, his million-dollar Kansas City home was closed to trick-or-treaters. It was completely blocked off with police tape. Security guard outside telling kids, quote, nobody's home today. I'm no having, candy here, kids. I'm having deja vu about this entire moment right now. Really? Are you <laughs> so weird. Like, didn't we do this story two weeks ago? Yeah. The thing is, people knew they were lying because they could see lights going on inside the house. One mom said, they're not handing out candy. Believe that? Well, we know they're lying. Swifty is here. She flew in I mean, to Kansas City on Monday. Would you hand out candy? I would be like, no, no, thank you. I don't, you know, I probably, if I didn't want to hand out candy, but I'm a person with that high of mm-hmm. a profile and everybody knows it's my house, I'm not going to want to look like an a hole. So I would probably pay somebody to stand <laughs> outside my front door and they could and afford pass it. out full size candy bars to anybody that wanted them. What about if everybody gets a 20? Like everybody walks up, gets a twenty dollar bill. That would be fine too. But I mean, I wouldn't. I would. If you're going to stand somebody out there to tell them that nobody's home, why not stand somebody out there and give out candy? So she was there. We know she was that, there. They, she was in Kansas City as of Monday night. Oh, she's got to be leaving yesterday. soon though because her tour yesterday. kicks back off. Yeah, there you go. Maybe they went out for wine and apps. And they yeah, weren't at like home. you guys. <laughs> Still, I will say this, though. um, On Sunday morning, the Kansas City Chiefs have the 9.30 a.m. game in Germany. Ah, okay. So maybe they're just trying to lay really low. They're working on their babble. Well, since she's getting ready to do her thing in Buenos Aires, I think, and he's going to be in Germany, maybe, you know. Yeah, Mm. that's not a bad... Maybe they just were... Snuggling on the little couch. It's yeah. one-on-one. Hey, we got more e-news and a snack time with Tim coming up in just a little bit. But first, traffic with Denise Johnson. Q. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's snack time with Jim. Come on everyone, let's have some snacks with Jim. Snack time with Jim. Let's see what snacks Tim has for us today. Hi, 
I'm Miss Metz from St. Clement's School, and this is our fourth grade classroom. All right, we're talking space. Let's talk about space, you guys. There's, a, there's all sorts of new discoveries that have been out there because of this fancy telescope they just launched a year or two ago. What is in space? Uh, galaxies and plants and stars. What are galaxies? I don't know. It's like there's no air, and you float a lot, and there's, like, different planets. There's zero gravity, so you just float everywhere. There's a lot of stars and stardust, and there's a, just a lot, and there's wormholes and all that stuff. Do you think you'd ever go? No. Yeah, I'm kind of content here with gravity on I Earth. I like to stay on Earth. I do not want to go out of my, my home. You and me both. What's out there? Like, out in space, is there a world... And the sun, if you touch it, you might actually have to, like, die because it's too hot there. Yeah. I want you guys to close your eyes. Put yourself out in space. What beautiful things are out there? Planets and the moon and the sun and all pretty things in space. There are different dimensions and galaxies and planets that we've never discovered before. Does this scare you at all? Not really. It's a good thing to think about, though. Do you think there's other creatures in space that we haven't discovered yet? Yeah. Here's just a little tidbit from Uncle Tim. Uh, when you go to college and you think astronomy is going to be a blow-off easy class, it's a lot of math. Don't fall for it. I got a question for scientists. Okay. What happens if you're in a rocket ship and you're going up in the space and once you're in like the middle of space, you just go straight down? Where will you go? Here's what I'm thinking. Who can come up with a jazzy little song about space for me. There's aliens out there. We all better run. Ooh, whoa. <laughs> I would love to hear you space rap. really set myself up for that, didn't I? Yeah, trying to see what words rhyme with Uranus. Can you beatbox? By looking at me, do you think I can beatbox? No. You can, though? Yeah. All right, you're going to do the the drum beat, and I'm going to do the, the rap, okay? okay. Space, space, it's a magical place. You better stay away from the sun because it'll melt your face. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Was that all right? Yeah. Since you're a rapper, I'm about to start calling you Lil Tim. Lil Tim in the house. At work, they call me Tim and M. Or we can call you the real Dr. Tim. Fourth grader, St. Clement and St. Bernard. That's Miss Matt's class. And uh, I like talking about space with those guys. Yeah, they're great. Some good questions to throw out there. Yep. Uh, snack time with Tim uh, is back. Send me an email, Tim, at WKRQ.com if you're a teacher and you'd love me to stop by. Be fun. Right. Uh, we have some more E! News for you. Where are we at? We're at Britney Spears' childhood home in Kentwood, Louisiana. Uh, I was say Louisiana, right? Yep. It's on the market for $1.2 million. And some parts of it haven't been touched since Britney actually lived there. And that includes a door with the phrase, Christina sucks, Brit rules, scribbled oh, on it in markers. Sounds like somebody wasn't a fan of Christina Aguilera, but there's no actual confirmation she was the intended target. House also has some of Britney's artwork on the walls and her name carved in concrete. Her original dance studio is still intact. It's 2,300 square feet of living space, sits on 1.87 acres. Her dad, I'll tell you what, I wouldn't want to live there. That house has some bad mojo. Her dad sold it less than three years ago for two eighty nine. Wow! Now the new owner wants to turn a really nice profit. They held on to it for that long. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, the new owner says he's not trying to capitalize on the publicity surrounding Britney's new book, but we all know he is, and you know, one point two, one point two million. This is kind of scary. Brooke Shields suffered a grand mal seizure recently. And Bradley Cooper is the one that came to her rescue. I guess she'd been drinking a ton of water for an extended period of time because she was so busy with various projects, including a one-woman show, and she always felt dehydrated. Unfortunately, all that water flooded her system and caused her sodium level to drop. Seizure hit after she entered a club. Everything started to go black. She said, then my hands dropped to my side and I go headfirst into the wall. She was also, quote, frothing at the mouth, totally blue, trying to swallow her tongue. Oh, my gee. I know, right? How scary is that? Next thing she knew, she was riding to the hospital in an ambulance with Bradley effing Cooper, is what she said, holding her hand. Somebody at the club had tried to contact her husband, but they only got an assistant. Some kind of weird game of phone tag ensued, and somebody ended up calling Bradley because he just happened to be nearby. 
She said, I thought to myself, this is what death must be like. You wake up and Bradley Cooper going is going, I'm going to go to the hospital with you, Brooke. And he's holding my hand. Wow. Not crazy. She's lucky, too, I know. though. She wow. is so lucky. Can't imagine. Mm-mm. Very scary. This is one of those stories where it's like, really? This is happening in 2023? There's always a Halloween idiot. This year, it was Khloe Kardashian. Okay. teamed up with her sister Kim and two friends to dress up as the four Bratz dolls. Chloe wore a yellow outfit, which is typically worn by the Hispanic Bratz doll, and she darkened her skin. So she is being called out and accused of black fishing. Because she went darker, she tanned herself. She, she just tanned? Her darker. No, she, dar- she darkened her skin. We don't know how. I'm sure she sure. just sprayed herself. Whether she sprayed herself or... I'm, I doubt she got into a tanning bed or laid out for it. I've been following so along. People are very offended. With a lot of the, um, like, they've done so many Halloween costumes, all of the Kardashians. Like, each, even the kids had multiple different sessions of Halloween outfits. Like, Kim and North were um, Cher and her best friend from Clueless. Mm-hmm. And then they, those girls did the Bratz dolls. And then North did like a whole thing where she was, um, ah, the cheetah girls. So it's like they get really, really into Halloween there. I feel Mm. like she probably should have picked maybe something different. Something different. Or just be, just, just be the yellow one. Just wear the yellow dress and just leave your skin tone alone. Did she respond? No, she probably won't. Um, I mean, they're. They're Persian, right? What's their ethnicity? Uh, they're Armenian. Armenian, that's mm-hmm. right. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. So Dua Lipa has teased some new music, which will be out Friday of next week. Ooh, I know. I'm excited. I love it. She was saying that she wanted to go in a different musical direction uh, like a couple months ago, and I'm really hoping that she doesn't. We were vetoing that. Because <laughs> I really like her disco thing going on. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Thanks for hanging with us a little bit. It is time for Faker for Real, and I believe we have Bill on the phone. And Harrison, what's up, Bill? Give us a live update. What's going on in your world? Uh, I just got off work and stopped at Starbucks to get my beautiful wife a coffee. Perfect. That's a good way to start you the day. You are a good man. Love it. Well, we got some headlines happy for wife, you, Bill. Happy life. <laughs> you ain't kidding. Tell us which one is the uh, real one and you're going to go to our New Year's Eve party. All right. So here we go. Is it A? DoorDash driver accidentally double dashed a bag of poo. Is it B? Uber Eats driver caught eating customers entire Perkins pumpkin pie in parking lot. Or C, a Grubhub driver accidentally delivered a cup of warm pee. C. C, you're going with C. It is C. It's the warm pee? It is the warm yes. pee. <laughs> yeah. <that's right>. Well, <laughs> keep your cups. Pretty uh, messed up. Your cups organized. Bill, have an amazing morning, and uh, we'll get your info. We get, I already got your info, so we're going to let you go, okay? But have a good one. We appreciate you. Um, so this happened in Utah. A guy named Caleb Wood ordered some Chick-fil-A through Grubhub. Uh, he had a sandwich, he got the fries, and for his drink, he got a milkshake. Food itself was okay, but instead of the milkshake, he got a warm cup of pee. Turned out the driver likes to save time by not taking bathroom oh breaks. Oh, my God. And he uses a cup to relieve himself in his car, and he accidentally gave Caleb the wrong styrofoam cup. Unfortunately, Caleb did not know that until he took his first sip. Oh, no! Drink he thought pee. it was a milkshake. He said he immediately became physically ill, called the driver back. There's a video online oh of them meeting God. in the driveway, and Caleb was actually pretty calm, considering he just drank a big old sip of warm urine. Oh, my God. Uh, but he reached out to Grubhub and says they it took four days to get back to him, and they issued a partial refund. His meal was 25 bucks. And they only returned $18 of it. And they did not refund the fees or the driver's oh tip. Oh, my God. I'd be so mad. <laughs> Repub said they're uh, following up with Caleb to apologize. And the driver no longer works for them. That's yeah, crazy. That is Just, nuts. you know, you're going into restaurants to pick up food. 
go just to the bathroom. Use their rest, just use yes. their restroom. Oh my God. All right. Uh, we have a classic second date update coming up here in just a little bit on Q102 with the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. And Shop Till You Drop Round 3 will announce what round this is coming up at 740 as well. Q. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. second date update with a woman named Carolyn, and we're going to try to help him out. Hi, Eddie. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for coming on. Putting yourself out there. Yeah. So how'd you meet Caroline? So we actually met on Match, and um, honestly, I don't really know what I'm doing here. My coworkers kind of egged me on to give you a call. Um, I, I work with a whole lot of women, and they like to take a lot of interest in my dating life. Uh-huh. Um, even, yeah, yeah. Are you hopelessly and, uh, single? Is that why everyone's trying to get you hooked up? I guess so. I wouldn't put me in that category, but I guess that's where I've fallen into. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. They obviously think you're a catch if they're trying to yeah. get you hooked up with someone. I like to think of myself as a catch. I like to be humble, but, you know, I I am successful. I have my own house. I, I, I don't see why uh, I'm having so much trouble in my dating life, but... Hmm. Here we are. So you met Caroline on Match. Right. And uh, it was a really, really good date. I had a great time. And, uh, you know, afterwards I came into the office and I told the girls all about it. And they agreed that it sounded like it was a really good date. And, you know, they just kept asking me every day if I talked to her. And I just was like, no, uh, no word yet. And I've tried to call, but she's just not calling me back. So that's why they egged me on to give you guys a call. Yeah. Are you historically picky when it comes to dating? Not really. You know, as long as the conversation is flowing and it feels natural and I'm not, like, thinking about, like, what I need to say next, usually that's a go for me. I'm a very laid-back guy. Um, I I really don't know exactly what happened here because, again, I I thought we were vibing really good and – I had a really great time. Drinks ended up turning into dinner. So I I can't see why, you know, she's ghosting me. Well, what would you say is remarkable about her? She is just very attractive. Like I said, we we just had a lot to talk about. Uh, It turns out that we're actually both from the Chicago area. We moved here for jobs about 10 years ago. Uh, we both really love it here, but we miss Chicago, especially the pizza. Of course. And, um, we even joked about ordering Lou Malnati's and cooking it together, giving me, like, every signal and sign that this would turn into another date. So right. mm-hmm. I'm just really lost right now. Okay. I mean, even after dinner, I walked her to her car. She hugged me. She thanked me for a nice time. And I said, talk to you soon. And she said, that sounds great. And that's been it. Total silence on her end now. Yeah. What's her situation? Do you think she's on match looking for a relationship, or do you think she's more of a casual dater? Do you think she has other irons in the fire right now? Did she get into that at all? I mean, she told me that she was looking for a serious relationship, and that's what I'm looking for, and that's kind of what got the ball rolling, really. Hmm. Uh, what feedback have you gotten from the women in your office? You said they kind of pushed you to call second date update. Would Mm. you have let it go if they hadn't pushed you? Or is this bugging you enough that you really want to know? This is definitely bugging me. Um, This is just not my thing. I usually don't call into radio shows. But I hadn't even had the idea to give you guys a call about this. But, you know, they they kept putting it in my head and egging me on. So, Right. I thought, why not? I have, no, I have nothing to lose, and it is kind of bothering me, and it'll also get all them to shut up about it. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I don't have any other questions. Do you guys have no. any? Okay. Why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call Caroline and see what she thought of Eddie and her date with him as Second Date Update continues. Next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. 
a second date update with a woman named Carolyn, and we're going to try to help him out. Hi, Eddie. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for coming on. Putting yourself out there. Yeah. So how'd you meet Caroline? So we actually met on Match, and um, honestly, I don't really know what I'm doing here. My coworkers kind of egged me on to give you a call. Um, I, I work with a whole lot of women, and they like to take a lot of interest in my dating life. Uh-huh. Um, they've even, yeah, yeah. Are you hopelessly and, uh, single? Is that why everyone's trying to get you hooked up? I guess so. I wouldn't put me in that category, but I guess that's where I've fallen into. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. They obviously think you're a catch if they're trying to yeah. get you hooked up with someone. I like to think of myself as a catch. I like to be humble, but, you know, I I am successful. I have my own house. I, I, I don't see why uh, I'm having so much trouble in my dating life, but... Hmm. Here we are. So you met Caroline on Match. Right. And uh, it was a really, really good date. I had a great time. And, uh, you know, afterwards I came into the office and I told the girls all about it. And they agreed that it sounded like it was a really good date. And, you know, they just kept asking me every day if I talked to her. And I just was like, no, uh, no word yet. And I've tried to call, but she's just not calling me back. So that's why they egged me on to give you guys a call. Yeah. Are you historically picky when it comes to dating? Not really. You know, as long as the conversation is flowing and it feels natural and I'm not, like, thinking about, like, what I need to say next, usually that's a go for me. I'm a a very laid-back guy. Um, I I really don't know exactly what happened here because, again, I I thought we were vibing really good and – I had a really great time. Drinks ended up turning into dinner, so it, I, I can't see why, you know, she's ghosting me. Well, what would you say is remarkable about her? She is just very attractive. Like I said, we we just had a lot to talk about. Uh, it turns out that we're actually both from the Chicago area. We moved here for jobs about 10 years ago. Uh, we both really love it here, but we miss Chicago, especially the pizza. Of course. And, um, we even joked about ordering Lou Malnati's and cooking it together, giving me, like, every signal and sign that this would turn into another date. So right. mm-hmm. I'm just really lost right now. Okay. I mean, even after dinner, I walked her to her car. She hugged me. She thanked me for a nice time. And I said, talk to you soon. And she said, that sounds great. And that's been it. Total silence on her end now. Yeah. What's her situation? Do you think she's on match looking for a relationship, or do you think she's more of a casual dater? Do you think she has other irons in the fire right now? Did she get into that at all? I mean, she told me that she was looking for a serious relationship, and that's what I'm looking for, and that's kind of what got the ball rolling, really. Hmm. Uh, what feedback have you gotten from the women in your office? You said they kind of pushed you to call second date update. Would mm-hmm. you have let it go if they hadn't pushed you? Or is this bugging you enough that you I really want to know? This is definitely bugging me. <laughs> um, this is just not my thing. I usually don't call into radio shows. But I hadn't even had the idea to give you guys a call about this. But, you know, they, they kept putting it in my head and egging me on. So. Right. I thought, why not? I have, no, I have nothing to lose, and it is kind of bothering me, and it'll also get all them to shut up about it. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I don't have any other questions. Do you guys have No. Any? Okay. Why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call Caroline and see what she thought of Eddie and her date with him as Second Date Update continues. Next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. to a little boo thing there and uh speaking of my weather boo is on the phone randy rico good morning how are you 
Hey, Tim. How you doing? Good. Do you hate it when I say that? <laughs> I love it. You've been calling me your weather boo for, what, 15 years now? Something At like least. that, yeah. When Something we first like met that. him, so I mean, I met him a million years ago, but when he first started working with us, he was like, Wendy Rico's my weather boo. <laughs> It's the first thing I said when I walked yeah. in the room. Hi, I'm Tim, and by it. the way, yeah. Yeah. I have water boo. Pretty well, much. You, you texted me yesterday because you guys got something cool going on as we're heading into this this the season, specifically the Bengals game on Sunday with uh, DeMar Hamlin and right. that whole situation. What are you guys doing? I mean, with the Bills coming to town, you can't not think of what happened to, you know in January at, mm-hmm. at Paycor Stadium, right? So with that on our mind and with WLWT uh, being the station you can watch the game on, uh, we've launched Operation Save-A-Life with the American Red Cross here in greater Cincinnati. And basically, we are trying to fund free CPR certifications taught by trained Red Cross instructors, hosted by community partners, you know, Everyone should be trained on CPR and AEDs because uh, for every minute that life-saving care is delayed, it drops your survival 7 to 10%. So if we have more people that are ready to spring into action, it's going to save lives. So basically what we're doing is we're going to host Red Cross instructors getting into community partners and training tons of people on how to save a life. CPR and AED training. So we're fundraising to get them the proper certifications and get those instructors into town and get everybody moving, ready to spring into action nice. when tragedy strikes. Very cool. So how can we help? So uh, we have a link on our website. It goes to the Red Cross, and every penny donated will stay right here in Greater Cincinnati, funding programs in our communities that will provide free CPR training oh, wow. uh, for people. Yeah, it's really cool. So, That's I mean, great. Yeah, on the website, you can donate however much you want, but I'm not going to the game on Sunday, so I donated my beer money. I'm like, you know what? If I, I donated the cost of three beers, I was right? going to say, is that like 100 bucks? Or no, like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> I was going with 15 bucks a beer, but you know what I mean. Uh, you know, donate 10 bucks, you know? And Anything. That's enough. All of it's going to go in to provide programs. We've got four community partners, and we're going to host uh, CPR and AED training in those communities that are underserved by that. You know, people mm-hmm. uh, who your your people that care for your kids, they need to have those skills and that certification. And it costs money, which is the worst thing, right? You it should it should be free, but it's not. Yeah. So we're providing the fundraising to get these to be free for those who need it. And I will nice. say that uh, I, we had the training here at work a couple of years ago to do the AED. It's, yeah. It kind of tells you what to do as you go, but to have that extra little lesson to go with it, it's very helpful. Oh, yeah. And I think back to when I was like 16 and working as the lifeguard, Jen, you probably had to take all those classes oh, yeah. too, mm-hmm. watching those old videos oh, of yeah. like how to give CPR. And it's re- they really fine-tuned it and it's made it easier and it's not as complicated as you think. And so complex. If you can learn it, okay. definitely do it. Hey, cool. Randy, thank you. We're going to put Thanks, this up Randy. on the Facebook too. And I got to give you props. I think you and your husband's Halloween costume was one of the best I have ever seen in what the last few years. We were the Wet Bandits. Oh, From yeah. Home Alone. That's also one of our favorite Cute. movies in our house. Yeah. But uh, you went as, what's the guy's name? Dale? I was I was Marv. Marv. I, was, I was the tall one, which is very funny since I am nuts. <laughs> right. With the and curly hair. Iron print on my head. Yeah, yeah it was great. That That's was what really I saw cool. that was the best was the iron print. I'm like, that is some seriously good makeup there. Cute. You did a great job. Well, I uh, watched two YouTube tutorials on it. One was like <laughs> glam. <laughs> Who wants to be glam, Marv? That's weird. Yeah. Just yeah. show me how to draw an iron. Bedazzled your uh, iron print. How's Loveland doing? Are they still in it or are they out? We are out of the playoffs. Oh, bummer. Your that's husband. Okay. My weekends have freed up. Yeah, that's the best <laughs> part. You know what's funny? Tim and I did a tour of Loveland. What was that last year? And we went to the little we liquor store on, slash uh, bar. Valentine's Day. Yeah, on Valentine's Day, we went to Loveland. And we went to the little liquor store slash bar that Cappies. you go to. Cappies. Yes, we went there and they were like, Randy Rico's in here all the time. <laughs> so we're used to it's you meeting a people. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. It was great. Well, Randy, always good to talk to you. Holler if you need anything. And, uh, uh, we'll definitely get up on that Red Cross thing with uh, Channel 5. Appreciate you guys. Bye. Have a great day. Have a good Thanks. Thanks, Randy. Bye.
All right. You, you want to yeah. do some other sports real quick, yeah, Jim, since we it. have like a second? I have some stuff pulled up here. Yeah. Um, the first thing we'll talk about is Joe Burrow. He was announced the AFC, uh, the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. But my favorite thing that happened yesterday uh, with Joe Burrow is he, uh, of course, they did like their typical press conference. And he had some really fun things to say about people in Ohio. That's why I love Ohio. You know, the people are great, down to earth, humble, hardworking. Just uh, made of the right stuff. You know, I love the people here, and that's kind of what makes Ohio, Ohio. I expect it to be to be rocking, you know. It's, it's going to be an exciting game. You know, I know the fans are going to come out and do what they do. You know, obviously what happened is in the past. I think everybody remembers it, but, you know, it's not going to dwell on it. I know he's not dwelling on it either. Uh, so I know our fans are going to come and, and support and be loud, be proud. We're going to fight our tails off for it. I love to hear that. Uh, Joe Burrow also named Week 8 AFC Player of the Week after the win oh, yeah, uh, just in San that. Francisco. Did you? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was trying say. to find that stupid clip. <laughs> it's my fault. Uh, in other Bengals news, Trey Hendrickson did sit out yesterday, but we're hearing that's just because they were being very cautious. Uh, Josh Allen, who we do play on Sunday night, he didn't practice either. You he's know why? Actually, he's in shrubberies. Well, he's, he's actually... peering into someone's house <laughs> through the shrubberies. He had a little too much fun trick-or-treating, no, but he's actually resting his shoulder he is gonna play everyone's like you know what we are coming out to the wall and everyone's gonna be playing this is something else i was neat about the bingles so the bingles versus the 49ers game on cbs was the most watched week eight game since 1998 oh wow can you believe that that's kind of cool uh, jen you'll love this it's a little bit of fashion Okay. You remember those 1980s starter jackets? Of course. The ones that are like super, super, super shiny. Who doesn't love a good starter jacket? Okay, so those are making a huge comeback yeah. when it comes to the NFL. Nice. And each jacket has an authentic 1980s patch okay. from your team on are it. Are they available now? Yeah, they're available Where? now. So you can get... Fanatics, <laughs> NFL shop. They'll match Where your Jordans go? that you've... Uh, the classic Jordans that are making their... I'll put, I'll put the link up. But yeah, that's something that's out there going nuts. And ours is like orange. It's got this cool patch on it. Side so note, cool. when we were listening to Joe Burrow talk there, did you notice he kind of sounds like a little... That's why I love Ohio. Sounds a little yeah, I think yeah. we're all dealing with the... I'm a little worried for him. The fall funk right now yeah. with all the wet leaves and... Yeah. Um, yeah. We want to give a shout out to the Texas Rangers who are the World Series champions. It's the first time, time they've won. Yep, first time ever in franchise history. They were all excited about that. Uh, former Red, since former Cincinnati Red, Dave Parker, best known as the Cobra... Uh, they started. They named a street after him yesterday. Yeah, it's in the corner of Borden Street and Elmore Street in South Cummingsville, where he grew up, which is really cool. cool. Um, a little bit of sad soccer news. Tim and I were bummed to hear about this this morning. Nick Hagland is out for the entire postseason with a leg injury. Yeah, when mm. we were at the game the other night. I don't think he played, and we were like, where's Nick at? Yeah, he's out. Well, we still won, so. Yeah, we still Just won. Just up, man. We can still win, and the game is Saturday night, right? 8 o'clock in... Uh, it's in New York. New York. Uh, if they win that one, then we move on to the next round. If we lose, then there is a game three because it's best of three back here in uh, Cincinnati at TQL Stadium Saturday, November 11th. This weekend, they're having a watch party. Gary is going to host it oh, at Ryan fun. Geist. Oh, that'll be a good so time. So if you want to go be with your people, that's happening there. Um, and then one other piece of sports news, Bob Knight, legendary Indiana basketball Bobby coach. Knight. Yeah, he, chair throwing Bobby Knight. Big wins and a big temper. He passed away yesterday, age 83. Wow. Yep. And that is your sports on Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Q102, Cincinnati's hit music at 751. Uh, Jeff's off today. He's not feeling good. I think he's going to be kind of off uh, through the weekend back next week sometime. Yeah. Wishing him the best. Yes. I saw that Kristen posted some sort of pot of really, really good looking mushroom soup of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> he's being was... well taken care of. I'm I thought sure. those were chicken thighs. Oh, maybe they were. I thought they were <laughs> mushrooms. Either way, it looked absolutely good. 
He's eating good. You know that. Yeah, that is for sure. Um, a couple of things making note this morning. Did you see it just announced as of today, this morning, very early, Cedar Fair, the parent company of Cedar Point and Kings Island, as well as some other uh, parks around the country, they are merging with Six Flags. Oh, yay. So this combined company is going to be valued at roughly $8 billion. Mm. Um, once merged, there'll be a total of 38 amusement parks, 15 water parks, nine resort properties across 17 states in the United States, Canada, and Mexico. I think Cedar Fair has around 11 parks and Six Flags has 20-something. Oh, my gosh. So between all of them. It's gonna be That's the, going to be big. It's going to be huge. So That's I don't know, just awesome. kind of some interesting news. We'll see how, and, and, and they're, you know, obviously they're going to do the business stuff. It's going to be better, but, you know, uh, Six Flags has all like the superheroes and we have the peanuts mm-hmm. so now they'll be able to do they all like of the them Marvel at all of the stuff they'll be able to split them at all the different parks yeah so, i don't know we'll see how that I plays out we'll be able to use like one season pass to get Go into to everything like how much that'll be and how fun yeah. it'll be I, know, I grew up at six flags in st louis over oh, st. Yeah? six flags over st louis we went every single summer yeah and it was a lot of fun we grew up going to cedar point that was the biggest one closest yours. to detroit yeah if you love coasters you should get up there but we'll keep you updated on that story uncle joe has the Cedar Fair Pass. Which you can go to all the Cedar, All yeah. 11 parks, and that's his goal this coming summer. Oh, to go to all yeah. of them? because he's great. worked at like four or five of them. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I want to go to all of them. I want to go to the yeah. one in Charlotte and the one in Virginia. We grew up, I mean, Kings Island was kind of like our babysitter growing up. You know, like <laughs> our parents, we would go there with our parents, and they'd be like, go have fun. I we'll think a lot of parents just drop them bit. off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> drop it's their kids off. I love and it, go. and I love experiencing it with my kid now, too, because she's like a cozy coaster enthusiast love that mm-hmm. this next summer will be the summer that she's probably tall enough to, like she wants to, to ride the Diamondback, back yeah and she's too small right now so i think next we'll get our wristband and we'll be good to go i mean next year's the year Put yeah those, uh, thick sole tennis shoes on <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we talked to someone yesterday uh after the mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. and it was a really i don't know i found it a super interesting inspirational conversation yeah she's a pretty incredible lady her name is nancy Sparks. she's the ceo of carry automotive and she just won the kentucky auto dealer of the year which is huge so now she is up for the national dealer of the year and and it's really interesting because being a car lady running a company a car company, an automotive company, was not her lifelong dream. In fact, she had zero experience at it at all up until about 10 years ago. And, and this is how it happened. Mm-hmm. I was a soccer mom, brownie leader, all of those things and loved it. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to do in life. Mm-hmm. 10 years ago, my late husband died suddenly after a surgery as I've learned the term now, he did not have a secession plan. Okay. It was just always, we'll deal with it later. We'll figure it out. So this was your company with your husband? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it, he, he ran it all. He did he it all. He ran it. He started the company. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have anything to do with it except listening to all the car talk <laughs> around the <laughs> dinner table, Christmas morning, all of that. Because we had quite a few family members in the business as well. Okay. So that was really the conversation all the time. Um, when he died suddenly, I... Boom, you now own the place. Yeah. <laughs> I inherited, and it was the most frightening, uh, unsettling, just it, it was an overwhelming feeling. And you could have sold it. I mean, you could have just, but you decided not to do that. I decided not to do that because a lot of the employees came to me and said, don't sell it. We'll help you. We can do this together. We can do it. And it was funny because I had... Some people tell me, you know, you can do it. It's not brain surgery. And then I had others tell me, oh, you're going to lose it all within six months. You have no clue. So I decided to to go ahead and give it my best try, mostly because the employees whom I did get to know were just such wonderful people, hardworking, dedicated. And I wanted to save the business for them because a new owner, you never know what they will do, Mm -hmm, who mm -hmm. they'll cut. Salary is all cut. Um, the other thing is, is I really wanted to keep my husband's legacy alive. It was a really interesting conversation. It really was. Uh, we have the whole thing. You can listen to it up at WKRQ.com. It's on the Jeff and Jen podcast page. Also on the we, what, we're t- what we're talking about 
section mm-hmm, of the website. Mm-hmm. You can go listen to it. Very inspiring. Very much so. I mean, just an awesome story. Walking into a man's world and trying and to figure out how to do it. Taking charge. And in 10 years, she's the Kentucky Dealer of the Year. Auto Dealer of the Year. Love that. It's crazy. Uh, we're going to get to some news that didn't make the news coming up next. A Thanksgiving ice cream. Uh, what else we got going on? DoorDash has a warning for you. I'm intrigued Uh-oh. about that. And how long will your leftover candy last? All coming up in a minute. But right now, traffic with Denise. She's watching your commute in. How's uh, how's our Thursday looking? Q. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Love that new washer, Q102, Jeff and Jen Morning Show at 8.06. It is Thursday. It's going to be a nice day today, sunshine 50. It's also National Men Make Dinner Night. Is it really? Uh, just yeah. put that out there. That's awesome. Uh, it's Nellie's birthday, so we're going to play some Nellie a little bit later this hour, I think. I'm not going to be able to. T- I'm going to put that in my back pocket, Men Make Dinner Night, because I'm going to be at LaSalle tonight from 5 until 7 oh, yeah, for their right. big open house so i'm pretty sure scott will probably go out to eat with my daughter there you go our daughter but other than that i'm gonna save that for a rainy day babe good it's men make dinner night every night at my house oh yeah um it's also broadcast traffic professionals day oh really and i'm assuming that means denise johnson traffic but pull the curtain behind the scene we have a a traffic person behind the scenes that schedules commercials that's mm-hmm. the that's oh. the name of the person who schedules yeah. commercials is traffic so either way beth brian denise what up <laughs> this is your job day. well your done day. <laughs> thank you for all you do for sure we appreciate you we do um all right so some news that didn't make the news for you baskin robbins has got a new flavor of the month it is called turkey day fixins i don't know how i feel about this it combines the flavors of sweet potato and autumn spice and mixes in sweet chunks of honey cornbread, tart swirls of cranberry sauce. That actually sounds good. I was thinking more of the savory stuff. That's all sweet stuff. So I could see how that comes together. Mm-hmm. It's available all month long. Baskin Robbins, uh, a TikToker, said it's pretty decent. They're also taking pre-orders for their turkey cake, which thankfully does not include actual turkey. Yeah, it just good. looks like a turkey. Yeah. Which are really cute. I've seen those before. We were just talking off air about all the different Thanksgiving things that are coming up. We have our local, our like fun committee party mm-hmm. in a couple weeks. And then we're going to have our Friendsgiving at our house yep. in, a, in a couple weeks. And then we're going to have our Thanksgiving show. And then we have our think- instant Thanksgiving that then, my parents oh my God. bring. Oh There's God. just so much. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm trying to up the cardio these next couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, it you was, better. It was funny because off air, uh, we were having conversation. I had a conversation with you guys earlier about how I really like the way we look in our Christmas jammies for our uh, pictures. Uh-huh. It's because we're comfortable in and them. And, of course, Jen was like, oh, my gosh, we're probably due for a photo shoot. And then Tim was like, but what about all these, these foods <laughs> but we got to eat? eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Photo shoots always end up being like around January or February, yeah. which mm-hmm. is like after two months of just. When it is like prime bloat. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Um, speaking of food, DoorDash has a warning for people. I, I, you probably have seen on some of the, I don't know which one it is. They probably all do it now. We don't do a ton of this anymore because each time we do it, I get more pissed that I used it again. Um, <laughs> but. You can tip before the food shows up. You tip before the service, which I don't think is the way it should work. But if you want to get your food, you tip first. You, you um, I have a story. Um, you always do. Stand by for the story. Jen okay. is our biggest Continue. Uh, food delivery I am person. A, I am a user. So uh, DoorDash is testing out a new pop-up notification it warns customers who don't tip. It says orders with no tip might take longer to get delivered. Are you sure you want to continue? <gasps> yeah. Really? Dashers can choose which orders they want to do. Yep. Orders that take longer to be accepted tend to result in slower delivery. DoorDash says they haven't changed anything behind the scenes. They're just letting customers know there is a difference between pre-tipping and tipping after the delivery, which you can can still do. Huh? Oh, Here's man. why. When you're just gonna open up a whole new can of worms. When well, you, but it's true. I mean, it's the, it, they're not like it. That's a just a fact. 
I mean, it's just how letting, it is. They're just letting you know that the system is set up this way. I mean, and this is what drivers are doing. If you haven't figured it out yeah, on your own, I was going to say anyone this with is common what drivers sense. are doing. You've you you have received food to your door from somebody in an old Honda Accord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. that if you give them seven bucks up front, you're going to get your food. But you don't because you're- that's what's going to happen is they're going to be like, I paid you ten dollars to get it here, and I was fifth in line. Yep. I've paid the extra fee to get it early. Uh-huh. I have tipped big in order to ensure it gets to me. Yep. And every single time I've done those things, it's been. It has been a bad insert news insert six. swear word. Okay. Yeah. So I placed a thirteen dollar order. I typed in five dollar tip. Five dollar okay. tip on a thirteen dollar order. I think is pretty fair. I think so too. I mean, be honest. If if you think that I am in the wrong here. I am open to feedback. That's 40, well, because that's 40%. 20, I was going to say, because 20% that's more than be, the 30%. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's more, that's like 35, 36% on, 13. on a $13 order. Okay. So my order gets delivered and I get a nasty text from the driver. Thanks for basically the no tip. Wow. I, dro- I drove 15 minutes to get here. Well, I, that's and not I'm my just kind of, I'm like, don't accept the order. So now I'm like, I don't know. Are we, are we supposed to be paying attention to how far they have to drive? And is the, are we supposed to tip 50% on an order? Or, how, you know, what is the expectation there if they are driving a little bit further? But here's where it gets good, right? I go out and they had taken the food and slammed it into the concrete. So the casing around the meal was cracked and everything was leaking out. <gasps> So they ruined your food so and they, left you yeah. a dirty text? Yes. No, girl, yes. no. F- on, a, a thir- on a $13 order, I left a $5 tip. And here, here's the Did thing, you though. contact the, whoever Well, you know, here's where, here's where you start to get a little bit like, okay, I don't know who this door driver is. I don't know and their level of mental stability. Do I really want to, yeah. you know. Poke the bear. Well, yeah. because they know where you live, Mes- and obviously yeah. they're a nasty person. You're right, right about that. Well, you here's know? the thing is, Jen, they like, accepted really? to do it. If they I didn't know. want it, they shouldn't have accepted He's it. totally saw. Totally Personal saw that this was a $5 tip. Totally saw how far away he was. Yeah. But they'll probably, if they, you're right, if you report that, they would probably fire him. and then Because he they, could, I wanted to. He could you know, know I you wanted live. to fire back a one-star review. and Because, I mean, that's just crappy. Yeah. You know? I just got a message from Christy that says, when I tip big, I never get my food. And when I complained, they do not refund tips. Yep. We we use Uber Eats or DoorDash or Grubhub from time to time. But through the course of time, we just, it's not our thing. I would rather order it on the phone, drive to the restaurant, yeah. pick it up. I just always, for my own yeah. accuracy, I also saved 20 bucks by doing right, that. But right. I don't know. I know that I touched it and I didn't. I always go into it with really great intentions. Like I'll open up the app and I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to get on here. I'm going to order. We never do this. I'm going to randomly be like, let's deliver some food. So then I open it up and then I order it. And when I see that the chicken salad I want is not $13.99, it's $17.99. I'm like, I'm not paying $17. Scott, right. get in the car. I will call it. A- I can't do it. Yeah, There's it's just hard. something cheap about it. me that I can't do it. Yeah, all the lines are ringing. They're probably DoorDashers. Sorry. <laughs> there are a lot of amazing DoorDash so, and Uber oh, Eats oh, out there. Totally. We have a best friend club member, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, Brandon. And I'm sure he's amazing. Brandon, but you, you, just, you, never, you never know who you're going to get. Is there a way to request, like if you have a great experience with a particular driver, is there a way to, to request that driver? It's like, hey, I'm no. wondering, is Sandra out right now? Is Sandra no. in the area? They Can should I request Sandra? You. Sandra, your favorite. Can I have a favorite? Can I click for my favorite? Can we have a list of favorite drivers? And if any of those are available, they pop up and we can pick one. Maybe that would be cool. That's probably a good thing to add to the app. That'd be an awesome app. Because maybe that would inspire more to, you know, behave better. Here's why DoorDash says they're doing it. When you place an order, DoorDash notifies all dashers in the area along with a guaranteed rate for accepting that delivery. The system places different values on different deliveries based on things like.
like time, distance, desirability of your order, and your tip is also included in that magic formula. So wasn't he getting paid a little bit extra because from Probably. DoorDash to come that far to my house? If it was so far, oh God, it was six miles. You know, um, you know, obviously. Dashers are quicker to accept gigs that are more valuable or and rewarding. Makes sense. And I respect Absolutely. that. And, you know, honestly, I was going to go back in. I was almost went in and to give him a couple more bucks. I, re- I honestly was. But then when I went and picked up the food and saw what he had done. Oh, yeah. Like, Slamming no. your food no. down is such a D move, yeah. man. Like, no, no, thank you. No. Mm. Leaking all over the garage. No. That's awful. Yeah. Um, We had another story I wanted to share this morning and news that didn't make the news. You DoorDash this morning, didn't you? I did because someone, some <laughs> something of mine has disappeared here. The motor that goes on my NutriBullet that I use every single morning to make my smoothies, the motor is just gone. So when you say motor, that's like the part that, that screws onto the, the screws top with on all the, the blades. Top that goes yes with the blades. Who mm-hmm. would take that? that I don't know. That go? Did somebody did somebody did somebody use it and yes. misplace it or throw it away or did someone's motor have a neutral bullet at home and their motor busted so they took mine? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But as of right now, there's These a lot people. of frustration around food <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I need to breathe a little. Um, let's talk Halloween candy. How long <laughs> will it last, shelf life wise? You know, I used to think it was about a year, but it's not. I don't think. Well, you're right. It's two years for chocolate no. candy. No. Then I've bought crap candy before because I know the, the Halloween candy I bought last year, I checked it about four or five months ago and it had expired. So I must have bought old candy a year ago. It says chocolate candy, if unopened, up to a year, sometimes two, depending on the type of chocolate. Up to two years? Mm-hmm. Wow. Candy wow. corn, three to six months. You know when you've got bad candy corn. Yeah, because it's really hard. Uh, anything that's gummy, six months to a year, depending on how it's stored. A cool, dry place is best. Sour candies, up to a year. If you open a bag, obviously you got to keep it airtight to maintain that. And they don't put expiration dates on the little fun size or bite size, do they? I don't think so. so. I don't think it's on the packages. So you don't know. It's you, not on the individual Yeah, package. on the individual yeah. packages. So, I mean, who knows? You, neighbors could be passing out cra- old candy. This story means nothing to me because if candy shows up in our house, it's gone before the end of the day. <laughs> um, hard candy like lollipops, Jolly Ranchers, things like that, um, they say about a year. But a study at Kansas State found it's one type of candy that pretty much will last forever if stored properly. Okay. So there you go. <sighs> really, candy corn's the only short one. Yeah. Anything else you got, you got at least six months to a year. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Good morning, Jessica. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What are you up to this morning? Um, I just dropped my son off at school and we're heading back home. Nice. Where does he go to school to? Or at? He goes to St. Bernard. Nice. Well, right nice. on. Well, you're caller 20. You're going to play. Uh, we got the letter in the envelope and uh, Fritch told me you've never played before. No, never How played. How exciting. Love talking to some yeah. newbies. Some newbies. never. But you play every day in your car, right? So you're experienced. Oh, for sure. We yes. listen every day. And you've won tens of thousands of dollars playing this game. Yeah. Alone in your car. I know. We hear it all the time. <laughs> well, you have the letter I. I just opened the envelope. I, I. Or upside down is an exclamation point. Oh, wow. I think we got to go with I. I. I'm afraid so. Yeah. I. Okay. I it is. Okay, so you're going to have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter I. Don't repeat any of your answers. And the key to winning is to pass quickly, we believe. Okay. So, yeah, that's all there is. Okay. Okay. All right, so Do I'll you start. feel ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Okay, we'll start the timer after Jen reads the first question. 30 seconds on the clock. The letter I. I. Let's roll. All right, with the letter I. Name a great place to go for a good time. Um, pass. Something red. Uh, ice cream. Something you pick. Um, pass. A TV show. 
I dream a genie. Something you order. Pass. A health condition. Um, pass. Something greasy. Uh, pass. Something you pull. Mm. Oh, jeez. Uh, that was really that was hard. hard. I know we. Hard. I know we usually say in the rules that you can't have any help, but your helper in the back seat there <laughs> yeah. was trying to butt in. Oh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> but I had some good IDGB. IDGB. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, IGB. IGA. What was the first one, Jen? A uh, pl- uh, great place to go for a good time. I thought in igloo I at Braxton. <laughs> those That's what now. I was going to say, an igloo, but I was like, I don't know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Izzy's. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We could have used all food places. I know, IHop, right? Izzy's, igloo, oh, darn iPhone. It. Well, Jessica, it was great to talk with you. Have an, am- have an amazing morning, and then we hope you get back in sometime. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, right. sounds good. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.